Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! rolling with the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Back again. Back, back, back again. Back I, in black. I, I'm, neither one of us are wearing black today, but you can't see us because we have voices for TV. So let's go. It's a, it's a, face, for, it's a face for radio, but I like saying I've got a voice for TV. Yeah. Because so, I have a terrible voice and I can't stand to hear it. But you get to listen to it on the podcast because it's our podcast. And, and it's full of just juicy morsels of knowledge it is it is speaking of hey i got a question i got an answer are you the play-by-play guy and i'm the color commentator or is it vice versa what what's our what are our roles uh, i think i'm Vern lundquist and you're gary daniels isn't that his name gary daniels yeah is, this, is it gary daniels i think it is yeah Vern retired uh, uncle Vern. Vern uncle Vern got a big dose of the sec this year to finish his career he did I'm not as big of an Alabama fan as either of those guys. Well, he's uh, – I like Uncle Vern, so I guess I'll be Uncle Vern and you okay. can be uh, – Gary? Gary Vern and Gary. Vern and Gary. So, can I be uh, Joe Buck instead? Uh, sure. Do you know Joe Buck was – I think it was Joe calling NFL games when he was like 24 years old nationally. Was he? I believe it was Joe Buck that was doing that. But he's like 25 now. I Look at him. Well, true. true. He's very smooth. So, anyway, back to uh, the to- topics today – one near and dear to my heart is social influencers. What are they? Who are they? How do you use them? And what do you do with them? Go. I don't know. This is your topic, not mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I need to pick another topic today? Hey, just so you guys know, here's a little BTS behind the scenes thing is, you know, how we do this is um, I don't know what's going on when I get here. I- I'm kept in a glass case of emotions. And um, and John lets me in on what the topic is so I can give this kind of knee-jerk reaction to it. So when I give my rambling, little ramblies, Yeah, you can just kind of pause and wait for me to speak again if you really want to yeah. so, get the nuggets. Social influencers. I think this is a cool thing. I mean, we talk about social media. What What's the role in a bank? It's hard for a bank to be social itself. You're just going to talk about banking, and nobody cares well, about banking except you're, for... You're over-complied. Compliance yeah. is, is over what you can say. So you can't be promotional, really, you, or it's difficult. You can, but then people in the social media world don't really want you to be promotional. But then you come off with the, hey, we're going to show the local branch stuff, and you look a little... Hokey. Hokey. So you've got you've kind of got the, the area of, do you go very corporate professional where... People expect it, and you're not exactly like happening local. And you're tuned out. And you're tuned out, or you go or like the way view, the listener t- t- viewer tunes you out, or you go way too hokey local, and you don't look professional, right? But you look like probably what they would expect yeah. you look like. So you get banks have two sad choices in social media, and some do it better than others. They do events, and and that's more local, but they do some cool stuff. But Regardless, it's difficult to do well. I think that we could say that as, I would agree. as, as a rule. There's some banks that do it well. I think there's one up in Michigan uh, Does it has a lot of followers, does a lot of stuff around the University of Michigan. Is that Bank of Ann Arbor? I think it is. I think they got a lot of followers do really well, and uh, uh, some others out there that have. Uh, but number of followers doesn't mean you necessarily do social media well. 
And doing social media well doesn't necessarily mean you have a lot of followers. Yeah. And you might have run a, um, you know, one of those promotions of like our page yes. to get an iPad. Like our page to get an iPad, and it really and just means I wanted an iPad, and I yeah, don't care about ignore it on the feed. But then you're building your data so you can push to that group later but on. But you brought up social influencers, which I think is um, important. In town here, there's, there's a lady, young lady, attractive young lady, and her entire job is going to stores and getting the outfit and posting it her wearing the outfit on instagram i don't know her i've not i don't i'm not even are, on instagram there are a couple of them actually but there's probably thousands of people that do this i but mean I'm in, saying, in our in, I, in our thirty thousand person town I've, yes i've heard and read or seen about this person i don't know her but that her living is made by going to I'm just going to say, I don't even know, like Belk or Macy's, wherever and they are. I think they're cooler. Or the designer. Yeah, or the designer. I'm just throwing names out. I don't know women's clothing. But they put it H&M. on. H&M. They take a picture. She posts it to her 20,000 followers on Instagram. And then, I don't know, 500 of them go to the store and buy this dress because it looks cool. So how do we do that for banking? You've got to find the right way. And that's what we're here to discuss with you today. Well, we have a little bit of time to do that. We do. So social influencers, how do you find a social influencer? You know what I'm saying. Do you go to a campus and find the cool hipster kids and give them a checking card, a check card, or they don't call it check cards anymore, debit card, and say, go use this and take a selfie of you using it and post it for all your friends? I'm not sure that legally we could, that any of those things can be done. I, that's what I'm asking. Well, my thing is I would say um, we, we have a decent case study for this. Um, it's on the um, you know commercial side. And uh, full disclosure, this happened accidentally, but accidentally hitting upon something good and then finding ways to replicate it is a lot of what marketing is. A particular client for Renaissance Bank had 17,000, 18,000 followers at, at the time, a retail location, and a client of the bank. And we were shooting commercials of, of bank clients, just showing, um, showing those clients the interaction with the bank. Hadn't thought about using social media as a criteria before, but when we dropped the commercial, the client said, do you mind if I share this on my Instagram page? We're, why not? Yeah, we, we love for you to. By the way, there's a, there's a sect of advertisers out there that for some reason I'll shoot a commercial for them and then they want to wait until it's on television, like there's a premiere date before they put it on social media. Get as many views as you can. There's no premiere date. Get it out there as soon as possible. But anyway, this this customer said, "Can I put it on my Instagram page?" We're like, "Yeah." It's like, so we we wanted to go look. I mean, you're I'm telling you this story, but obviously the the people at the other end of this microphone, and we looked, and they've got eighteen thousand followers, and I mean it's more than that now. It's well over twenty or thirty thousand followers, and then the little light bulbs went off above um, the John and Josh little domes, and we said, "Oh." And so now that's absolutely a criteria in um, how we use who who we talk about. If there's a choice to show or to interact with, you know, publicly, um, using them as an example, we're going to try to find somebody with with more influence, with more reach, and um, that's something you can absolutely do in your bank and see if those people are willing to do it. Obviously, um, it doesn't just happen because you ask, but it normally, after you do ask it, it does happen, it is a good thing. Social influencers are the new spokespeople, is the way I look at it. They're not quite, you know, you, 
there's risk with everything. I mean, you hire Tiger Woods. Everyone knows that story as, as your brand spokesperson. You hire a, uh, someone who there's, you know, let's can completely slip up. derail this podcast to talk about Tiger Woods. No, I don't want to talk about Tiger Woods. He's trying to make his way back, and I feel sorry for the guy a little bit in his in his road to recovery physically. Now, what he did, I don't care about that. But you know, dude's had a bad back for a while. Get off of it. Anyway, the the social influencers. How do you find them? How do you choose them? I think there's lots of different ways to do that. Some is, as you mentioned, is find businesses that have um, large followings and are very active on social media and partner with them and have them show an ad on their social site with them in it or have a have a testimonial. And, and I, I don't your, like the old testimony where someone's just sitting there like a, a DUI headshot looking at it going, well, this bank were, is real good for me. They, they helped me get my online banking set up and my banking on my phone, and now I'm a banker. no, no. No, make it at least put some B-roll over it or something. But the the point is, is find influencers in your bank that are customers. Or work with your bankers and if, as, there's, and, if there's an influencer out there you want to get And as we them. mentioned before, you can run up your net promoter score. Uh, but to that point, that means, to, to that point, find social influencers. So there's social influencers in every market, even in a small Local town, there's somebody more so in a small town, yes. maybe even if it's not on social media necessarily. And remember, social media is all about social. That's the reason that word's first um, in in the phrase. Um, it's about being social. It's an, ex- an extension of your social reach. So yeah, I mean, there may be somebody that's just the old man at the coffee shop that steers business. Well, let's talk about different ways of social influence. One is, uh, if you're in a small community, is the high schools usually drive a lot of loyalty. Do you do an affinity card with them and have them talk about it and go out and promote it through a donation to the school? That's that's and then they can put it on their social media page and drop a bunch of uh, you know snap frames or Snapchat frames at the uh, the at the game with you promoting it, and so you get them then someone taking a picture printing it. So that's tactical social influencing. Finding students and co- go through and look through students at colleges that have a lot of followers on social media and find a way for them to promote you. Look at businesses. You had a good example about the clear. Find a business that has a huge following and talk about the partnership they had. Uh, so social influencing is what I would call social referring. Well, the thing is, is what you want is if you're going to sit down at the computer or your phone or whatever, and you're going to engage with social media, you have a couple of choices. You can put out a, a post that you hope is shared, liked, retweeted, regrammed, whatever Snapchat does. I don't even know what that's called. Resnapped. And it can have a one-to-one or one-to-ten kind of influence. You know, I mean, maybe it got shared three or four times. I mean, getting shared more than ten times, you you have an awesome post generally, something that's very relevant, something that's very compelling. But it's about sitting down and using that same effort to engage someone to make your influence multiplicative. I mean, that's all it's about. It's about utilizing your time in a more efficient way to reach more people with the same amount of effort. I mean, back in the day, your social influence was, and since we, or I always pull us to a sports reference, you were Nike, you hired Michael Jordan. And maybe maybe Michael Jordan hired Nike at the beginning. But anyway, either way, they both, he was the brand, he influenced social because you saw that he wore the shoe, he was the great athlete, so people went to buy the shoe so they could, quote, be like Mike. Now it's much more granular. You have followers on Instagram, social media, Snapchat, Facebook. You have social media making people famous. Yes. Who 
may or may not have a reason to be famous. Exactly. I mean, my kids now, old curmudgeon, talk about their YouTubers. They're talking about these people like they know them. Like, did you see what Joe Blow did? And it's like, who is that? I never heard you talking about it. Oh, he's a YouTuber. We have a business that we've uh, worked with in different areas, uh, me through the bank and Josh through his marketing agency, that uh, has a, a light-up drink cube that they put in, for lack of a better way, put it in a, a drink in a bar that's clear, uh, and it lights up to a different color, and you can have it for parties or promotions or whatever. And one of their big promotions was finding these tipsybartender.com on YouTube and these kind of famous city bartenders that show how they make their cocktails and drinks. And they were trying to get their product into those bartenders. So when they go online, they use it as a promotion in the show. And then the million people that watch all the updates in the shows say, oh, that's cool. Where do I get that? So that's an, a great example of a, of a, a social influencer. And so how do, you know, finding them is unique to you. That's the one tactical takeaway I would say is find them, whether it's a high school and you do an affinity debit card and let the high school promote it for but you. But start within your customer base. Yes. You've got likely one or two. I mean, you have one best one in there, even if they have 10 followers. But but look inside your own bank um, and engage those people first. And offer, and, and look, if they're like, well, what do we do? You come up with the content, and then they're just your medium to getting it to an audience. I mean, that, that's what I think is, well, if we get this person, to, this person, what are we going to do with them? That's that's what you figure out. Right. They're just they're just the name and the medium to deliver it. Well, and depending upon the, 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 the relationship, like this tipsy bartender, this product Glow, I think it's at glowdrinks.com, just so we haven't talked around our friends, is, is it one time, you're not going to be, they're not going to be on tipsy bartender every week. That would likely cost them money. They could be a, um, a sponsor of it and pay them money and, you know, brought to you by glow so i mean it's not like this person is really going to become your everyday spokesperson you need to work out how you can have multiple influence and look we're talking about being able to send out content and engaging this person to share that content and as i look and we're speaking here i talked about net promoter score there actually is a social influencer score mm -hmm. that you're going to get certain that uh, one I'm much more partners about. Partners to go to. Well, talk a little bit about that. What is a social influencer score? And I know there's different ratings that different companies would have, but how would you talk about a social influencer score? I think the formula, it can be rated different, A, B, C, D, 1 to 100, whatever, but it's basically when you share something or when someone shares something on social media and how people respond, it's obviously influence. And the more influence you have, the higher your score is. And so it's, you know, it's everything from they post it to how many people look, clicked on it, how many people liked it, how many people they have that follow them. So if if I send something out and I have 2,000 followers, well, I know that 2,000 people might or might have not seen it, but how many followers do they have? So then you add it up and get this big kind of jar, jumbled score. It's really just score. reach. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I look at first on anybody, whether it's my post or somebody else's or something, is shares uh, on, on um, Facebook specifically, retweets on Twitter and keep going through other media, but if it's shared, I mean, that that's multiplicative. If it's liked, yes, that's going to show up in somebody else's feed maybe that my friend liked this. Uh, but but shares are, are, are what I give the top weight to. So, you know, if if um, somebody, I think, you know, Mike Rowe, that's, that's very active on social media, if he retweeted your content, People like to share what Mike Rowe says because normally he gives the blue collar, um, you know, his big deals about, you know, education. Everybody needs, you know, a four year degree. Some people need a 
vocation. Uh, but um, if he sh- if he shares it, there's a high likelihood that others would share it. Same thing with the, on the other end of the spectrum, a Kim Kardashian. Yeah, people don't just like it; they share it. Look what Kim said. Well, there and, and there's there's two basic metrics, and it's reach and engagement. How many people did you reach? And then what was the engagement? Reach can be they just saw it. Engagement is they actually clicked on it, liked it, retweeted, reposted, snapped it, resnapped, whatever you want to call it. Which leads it, to more reach. Which reads so reads to more reach. So anyway, reads to more leech. Yes, yes, which that, might be true. Yes, uh, but it, but you know, in, social engagement is important. It's very important, and finding the right avenue for your social influence is it. Is it sports marketing? Is it local marketing? Is it a business that can promote you? Is it an event? I mean, um, you know, we've talked about Sessions Bank of Edmond, Jill Castillo. They do a, a great event, and people rally around it. Yes, the Hurt on Hurt event. And so stuff like that is very important. But I, I want to – the point at the end of this is you've listened to this. You've heard us kind of mumble and ramble on about social influencers is it's got to be the right fit for you. And – you know, there's a million kids out there that have a ton of followers, but it's not right for a bank. My personal opinion is find a business that's more socially engaged because of what they do and that it's a customer and help give them some content to promote you for them. Don't look at them too much like they're a business. I mean, in banking, we, we tend to look at, at consumer and business relationships as two separate things. When the fact the customer looks at it and sees John Smith that owns this amazing business, they don't look at him with, they wouldn't look at a at something you did um, cooperatively and say, "Oh, he's just a business owner. They don't like consumer retail accounts." Well, pe- people just don't think that way. It's oh, he's an individual. He banks with them, and if they're a business owner, well, if he puts his business with them, I may should look at putting my business with them or just a um, individual. Um, retail. We don't look at Peyton Manning as a spokesperson and an owner of Papa John's Pizza and say, "Oh, that's only for." Pizza's only for um, former now NFL quarterbacks. That's bigger than social influence. That's right. marketing influence. But to that point, the second thing, should you engage in it, I would highly suggest you find a partner that can help measure it uh, because it does drive revenue. I know it's strange to say that, but for instance, you have a not a paid promotion, but an influencer on Facebook that has a link that some that links back to your ability to open an account online, and you can find out who went to that and go into your data house and figure out when they posted it and look at the the accounts. There's there's ways to do that. Uh, you'll need some type of cloud service or a monitoring service. And when I say cloud, that's just the means of doing it. That's not the actual name of the to, service. To the cloud. Yes, to the cloud. So anyway, uh, find a way to measure it. First of all, the brand awareness leads to engagement. Engagement leads to revenue. And I know that that's oh, whatever. No, that there's truth to that. Why do you think you do any branding at all because you want to grow awareness and then grow engagement and then grow revenue so you can stay in business and keep your job. Um, yeah, keeping my job is one of the um, top responsibilities my family gives me when I walk outside the door um, every day. Hey, honey, please keep your job today. Yes. So, because they know I have a propensity to do things that might. So social influencers, I'm going to give you my, my three or four takeaways. One, make sure it's right for you. Make sure it's right for your brand. Followers don't necessarily mean it's the right for your brand. And engagement doesn't necessarily mean they have a lot of followers. It can go either way. Uh, so be sure you get your engagement. Try to measure it. There's plenty of partners out there that can help you measure it and turn it into revenue. And finally, 
I guess at the end of the day is you need to do it. Find some social influencers that can help your brand. Yeah, and at least have you. it part of your mix. If yeah. you're, again, if you're sitting down to engage in social media and you're not looking at somebody who can take that effort and multiply it for you, then you're, you're probably at least wasting a small amount of time. Yeah, and, and localize it. Localize it, localize it. So anyway, here's for social influencers influencing your day. I'm sure you see them as you follow uh, your social media paths and don't even know it. Hey, by the way, we're not saying we're social influencers. No, I'm not a social influencer. I think I have a thousand followers uh, all together. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Way to go. Congratulations. Um, no, I'm saying that's bad. All right, signing good, off goodbye, today. Everybody. Yeah, it's signing off for the Marketing Money Podcast, marketingmoneypodcast.com. Later. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.